Beverly Hills is pure class until a scorned housewife goes Oklahoma on your ass. Friend, family, or foe, relationship status can change quickly in the 90210. This is Housewives Heretics, a show about those Bravo flicks, all those bitchin' housewife chicks, where we take big ol' sips and hope that all our rumors stick. That's right, that's right, that's right. Welcome to Housewives Heretics. And I just explained what we do. We talk shit and we hope we don't get it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Josh and this is... Kalinti. Hey girl, how's it going? I'm just trying to find a flight to Ice Cream Island. Ice Cream Island. Same, same, same. Honestly, I was like, do you only get to go on Sundays? Like, I need to know more about Ice Cream Island. Do I have to sit in a split the whole time? <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even correlate splits to Ice Cream Island. Yes, that's where, that's uh, Mason's teacher said it. Her no, teacher. I know, I, I didn't, oh. but I didn't realize like split with Ice Cream Island. Mm-hmm. I didn't I just split mm-hmm. I just thought you know she was like some weird preschool teacher or the girl from the big comfy couch that would just like let's go to ice cream island nope she's like smile through the pain and go to ice cream island in your mind because you're, you're like, on a split yeah and I love a banana split let me tell you mm. delicious everything anybody could want to have well let's talk about something that's not ice cream island that's those, those big old titty Tell me more. And it's actually hard titting news. I'm sorry I called that big old titting news. I love uh, that even more. This, <laughs> we do have some big old titting news today. Um, uh, Olivia Wilde and her big old titties. Actually, she has pretty small boobs. but she Nothing is big old titty about this news either. I don't even know where it came from. Sorry. The next one. The Too next one is big old titty. Yes. Um, she was served papers relating to their children when she was on stage during Comic-Con in Vegas on April 26th. Was this Comic-Con or was this CinemaCon? Oh, CinemaCon. You're what right. What the fuck is CinemaCon? I've never I've been reading heard of about it. We, do we think that we can just make everything a con? Not talking to you, Bravo. Love you, love you, love you. Talking about like, oh, so just all movies get a con now? Apparently. Because... Not in for it. And obviously security is not that tight because how was she served on stage? You know? That's I, I read about this today too about how um, apparently who was her husband that got Ted something Sudeikis, Sudeikis? Jason, Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis oh my gosh I love Jason Sudeikis he's in Ted Lasso that's what it is yes. um, yeah and he was on SNL he, who is this brown noser who thinks that he, he just serves papers wherever like wait till tomorrow knock yes. on somebody's door wait till you go to the car you is know what I mean dog the bounty hunter like privately hired. <laughs> Honestly, I would have Vegas? appreciated it if, if it was dog. I wish yeah. dog had brought it personally. It's like horrible bosses, terrible sequel, horrible exes, mm. where they only serve people on stage. I thought you were gonna say horrible bosses, sequel, terrible sequence. And I was like, Ooh. even worse. Even, even worse. worse. She was in Vegas. It's about a fashion Vegas. It's about a fashion factory where people make horrible sequins. Yeah. Love wow. It. Love it. Brilliant. Uh, what a terrible sequence of events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We send our condolences. Otis yeah. Sorry Daisy. that happened to you. Also, like, you know, who else was going to hear about CinemaCon? Good press. All press is good press. Remember that. So true. I bet her manager is the one that arranged it. 
what if it was her manager there in a news hat and a and a extra extra? Here's your papers. Chris Jenner. It was Chris Jenner. You're it right. It was Chris Jenner. And on uh, the papers didn't have anything on it. It just said you're doing great, sweetie, in big font. Yeah. Each letter. <laughs> she went through each paper. Exactly. Uh, I and also like, don't you have to sign something when you're served? I think that you just have to be served. I think that they just have to hand you and they say you've been served. Do you wear like a GoPro? Like, how do we even know you serve that person and you don't just put it in your mailbox? Um, I, I guess. I, honestly, if anybody out here, I don't know what kind of uh, credentials one needs to be a server. It's um, hard because you have to find these people. Like, and a lot of people really try mm, not to give served, you know? Mm, no, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, it's it's tough because not everything, you know, they've been separated for a while right. and they have their two kids. And so it was probably not even like a full custody or anything serious. Right. It's probably just a more routine kind of thing. But, you know, people that are trying to dodge child support or, you know, like really dangerous charges and shit, yeah. they'll... They'll run from you. Do we think that being one who serves papers is a full-time job or do you moonlight as a repo man? Um, I think that it probably depends on where you live. Repo, repo man. I want to be a repo man. Okay, and on to bigger and better news. Amanda Bynes and her fiance, Paul Michael, a big tittier news, had an argument Wednesday night that resulted in the police being called to their home early Thursday morning. Um, there is a video, so you should watch that. A 36-year-old Bynes posted a video in, on Instagram in which she claimed that Michael, whom she met at her former sober living home in late 2019, that was not pa Passages Malibu, just so we know, stopped taking his medication and that he had vandalized his mom's home. She also alleged in the uh, since-deleted videos that he had relapsed. His behavior is alarming, and I'm afraid of what he'll do. He needs serious help. I kicked him out of this house. Um, but then she went on, and he uh, she he took a drug source test, and he tested clean. He alleged that Amanda was trying to steal his Adderall pills, which I don't know how you test clean if you're on Adderall, unless you're only testing because that's a part of your methamphetamine. So. Blah, 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 blah. Amanda and Paul had an argument um, uh, early Wednesday evening. Um, Bynes' lawyer, David Escobias, tells people Amanda let her, left her home where Paul has been residing for her safety before the situation escalated. She was not there when the police arrived. Amanda is now that home and uh, denies Paul's claims of taking his, her, his medication. She remains focused on her well-being. She was seen earlier um, Friday morning with him. Um, they were hugging, but what this article does not tell you, folks, is the nitty gritty titty committee. And let Amanda, me, please. Dot com. Uh, this is. I, I have to tell you, I was. Uh, I when I read this at work, I was so happy that everybody was gone on lunch and I take lunch early because I laughed out loud for a good five minutes because it just reminded me of a skip from the Amanda Show. So she alleged that she felt unsafe, that he was being erratic, and he had fallen off the horse or whatever. He was he was not sober anymore. But she also alleged that he was watching unusual porn um, and that he was being destructive to his mother's home, including putting salmon under her bed. You know who we need on this case? Judge Trudy. <laughs> Judge Tr Bring in the dancing lobsters. Bring in the dancing salmon. <laughs> All I kept thinking of was bigger fish, bigger salmon under your bed. Oh my goodness. She was like, and he was putting salmon under her bed. So uh, 
Yeah, so that was the real allegations. And I, too, would be afraid for my life if my significant other started placing grocery store fish under my bed. Absolutely. That is a threat. And a, a furious. Mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde has no case. She didn't even have salmon under her bed. There, there was, was no salmon anywhere. There was no salmon in that envelope. She's not she, even on the Paracone diet. She wasn't even <laughs> served with salmon. She doesn't even have mercury poisoning. She doesn't even go here. Wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Also, in more Amanda Bynes news, earlier this month, she did release a single Diamonds. You don't need to go to Spotify and listen to that, but you do need to go to Spotify and listen to Fairfax in her 6-4 Chevy. Listen to it. It's good. It's good. And by good, I mean it's terrible, but it's Amanda Bynes. And I have another query. I have a query, a quandary, a quagmire, we would say. The triple Q. Um, My triple Q is, why when all these stars do drugs, do their voices completely change? Is it because they fry their vocal cords? Yeah. Because her voice is so deep. And you know how it used to be like, Amanda, please. Yeah, well, probably because she's aged 30 years since then. I mean, also. she did movies in her 20s, though. Yeah. But no, drugs mess with your voice. Her voice is like this. Yeah. Actually, probably deeper because I don't even know how my voice sounds until I listen to it back. So her voice is like this. <laughs> more like, uh, yeah, she's more of a deep throat. And uh, oh uh, uh, yes, yes, that's her. In a 6'4 Chevy. She's Satan. Yeah, as you get it. There's salmon under her bed. There's salmon everywhere. There's salmon everywhere. And speaking of people swimming upstream, let's get on to this week's um, real-time revelations. And we'll start with those ladies swimming upstream without a paddle. Those little bitches in the OC. Wow. Two parts, I think, was too much. I think I could have done one extended part for this I think we could have done no season. But yes. I agree that we should have at least cut one of the episodes. You know, it was, I don't know. Do you have anything to say about it? About Shannon the, had some excellent work. Oh, done. that's awesome. Excellent. Honestly, we, mm-hmm. we, and honestly, Alice, Olivia, that dress was great. We were thanking you for Shannon's neck work. I, I, I do have to say that I do love that Shannon thought it was a great thing to tell the world that she had so much skin on her neck that the, that the doctor came out and was like, this woman. I've never seen I, so much skin in my life. I've entered her into the Guinness Book of World Records, but she does look great. There's uh, salmon everywhere. There's, there's excess salmon, salmon everywhere. In, thinking of somebody in do. salmon, she was in salmon. Yes. Uh, well. She was underneath Amanda Bynes' fiance's mom's bed. That's what it was. Yep. It was Shannon. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Other than that, I, uh, you know, I didn't, honestly, I didn't understand the pineapples. That's more Teresa. I didn't understand the go around and let's say something nice about everybody. That was like weird to me. Um, It was all weird. Also, like, why did we not talk more about Dr. Jen getting wasted? Like, that was an interesting thing to talk about, I guess. I guess there's no questioning it. Like, you just got wasted and. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all that's going on. There is a big cast, re- cast shift of Bruin. I feel it, I feel it, I Please. feel it. I did read, now this is just from one of those gossip rags, but I did read that Bravo has had their eye on Natalie Nunn from the Bad Girls Club for a long time. And uh, she runs LA, as we know. Um, and she, and allegedly, they are in talks and they want to put her in the OC, which makes no sense to me. 
I yeah. don't know, like, what's she going to, is Natalie Nunn going to fight with Vicky and Tamara? Like, not going to work. Like, they fight completely differently. But um, I don't know if she's a fit Whatever. for Bravo, but it could be interesting. Who knows? Whatever. Throw Tanisha in there. I don't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all don't get no sleep because of me. I would love her there. I need everyone. Whatever. This is, this is. We need something the new. new. Yeah, this is the new OC with Bad well, Girls, Please. Bad I, Girls, Please. Bad Girls, Please. And I'm honestly, if they don't do something drastic, then get rid of it. I mean, you're so quick to get rid of Miami and um, uh, uh, Dallas, which is fine. They deserved it. But yeah. like, why? We don't have to keep OC because it was the we original. Don't. The we OG. really don't. Yeah. Especially when you've already fired all the OGs. Yeah. Okie dokie. And then Goodbye, on- Orange County. Goodbye, Orange County. On to something that I feel like fizzled out towards the end. I felt like New Jersey started out like a really strong season and just kind of had a slow fizzle. And, you know, I think that it's a trend. And that's why we get short Jersey seasons. Because every year in the trailer, it looks like it's going to be great. There's usually a big blow up. Yeah. But then when you really get down, there's no meat in the salmon. I the, the salmon BLT has nothing but uh, L and T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's literally. I don't even think there's bread. I think no. I'm literally just eating a lettuce tomato. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I honestly, the only thing that I thought was okay about this episode, I did, I did think that uh, Teresa tried with Marge. I understood where Marge was coming from. Um. I think she was a little hard on Teresa. I think you have to meet people where they come, where they are, and like who they are. And so, like, maybe Marge should just say, like, I don't like you as a person then, Teresa. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, because, like, the excuses I didn't really take, like, I mean, so people are who they are. So, like, yeah. if you're going to hang around and be somebody's friends, you have to accept them for their shortcomings. Like, Teresa coming up to you, especially twice, I understood why you didn't want to talk in Hattie B's, which is a very busy restaurant. But I, I didn't understand, like... You know, I, I just felt like Teresa did come the second time very civil, more civil than she's ever really came to just sit down with somebody in a long time. That's true. Um, and I didn't think she was very defensive about it. I think she was like, this is why I felt that way. Yeah, that but, was, yeah, that's Tree at her best. Yeah, it really it. was. And I kind of think that Teresa was like, listen, I care about you. And this is all I can do. Like, this is all me as an emotional person has been set up to do. That's as emotionally mature as she is. Yeah. And, it and, really is. And, and I, I, I felt like Margaret problem. should have met her there. You know what I mean? I think sometimes you have to be like, well, you know what? That's all you can give me and that's your best. And all I can ask from anybody is their best. And if not, then bye. And, and that's, that's what she did. Too. Yeah, that's fine you too. Know? I just think that, that you know, and, the, and then you guys really shouldn't be friends or anything or yeah. hang out ever, you and know? And they really probably shouldn't. You, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. I do think that Marge didn't take any credit in it. I felt oh, like in sure. the beginning she was very nice to her, and then she just didn't. She didn't understand that. Like, I mean, you were spreading rumors, and I do think that you do sit on your fo- at home on your phone all day and talk. Oh, she definitely does. You know what and, I mean? Like, you kind of have to own where that comes from. If you're talking shit, you might get hit. Like, exactly. That, you know what I mean? That's, like, it's all about knowing your audience because. Yeah. Just like with Danielle, like she poured water. You know, she mm-hmm. does ignite the fires, but then she's dealing with actual psychopaths right. who obviously escalate it so far. She doesn't understand the justification right. of the of their reaction, which mm-hmm. is fine because they are crazy. Right. Teresa is crazy. 
to throw I, a table on someone is crazy. And you want her on her, your side. Just This is what I always say. If you're in high school and somebody seems like they're going to be a school shooter, become friends with them. Shay, most likely not to be shot. That's what me and Shayna always wanted our... You don't have to be close friends, but just be like, hey, how are you doing today? Be the one that- Be kind. Don't be on the hit list. That's, yeah. that's what we got to learn from this. Don't be on the hit list, folks. Um, I did, for once this season, enjoy Melissa when she was actually drunk off of the pedaling. Melissa seemed... drunk is the only time that she's tolerable for me. It, it... And it's shocking because sometimes you think she's drunk, but when she's really drunk, she's actually very likable. She's so likable. And I think that's what made her more likable on girls trips. This Yes, um, I agree. And I think she should just get drunk more often. Amen. Amen. Melissa, pack the Belvy with you everywhere you go, please. Thank you. And when you think you, the rule is, is when you think you've had enough, take one more. That's what it is. Yeah, two more. Well, for Melissa. For Melissa. For Melissa. If you think you've had enough, you definitely haven't. So take a whole chalice and drink it. For us, if you think you've had enough, go to bed. Take one less. Yeah. You won't remember thinking that you had enough. Yeah. Uh, and then that's that's it, folks. That's all she wrote. And now on to our rewind, remind, relax, sit back, and transport yourself to January 13th, 2011. What were we listening to? Grenade by Bruno Mars. Ooh, a change. Finally, changing it up. Changing it up. Um, and then in the box office, we were watching the remake, of course, of True Grit. And on TV, it was Smallville and the Fairly Odd Parents, which just came to Netflix. Yes, and just came to Nickelodeon as the reboot with Laura Bell Bundy. It's got like a real person? Yes, like they're real, real people. And Cosmo and Wanda are fake? Yes. I don't worry. I wow. DVR'd it, and I will, I will let you know how it is. Interesting. Are they grown? I think like they're Timmy? Younger. Like I said, I have to watch oh, it. Yeah. It's my DVR. It is it Key Vicky there? She better be. We, bitch I mean, better. Bitch better be. She She's the star of that show. The I want to talk to the bitch. I need to talk to the bitch. That's what I said when um, we went to the hockey game in Raleigh. And I found out that the North Carolina state senator was there. I was waiting outside. <laughs> Not in a surrounding way at all, anyone. But I said, and Matt was like, babe, they're going to take forever. They're in the box. And I said, I just want to talk to the bitch. And he was like, yeah, we're actually leaving. Like, you're, you're like Teresa running up. I still have more to say. Yeah. <laughs> no kisses. No, no kiss. hello. No hello. Honestly, Teresa just gets mad when people are rude to her. She can't, can, she can't, I mean, that's why she got mad at Danielle. She didn't care about anything else. She only got mad at her because she said, do you not understand? She understands she everything, folks. Please, and she said, your house is in foreclosure. So, of course, she's going to blow her lid. Right. Pay attention. I am paying attention. Okie dokie. And what was in the headlines? A Manhattan bankruptcy judge has approved a $7.2 billion deal to settle a lawsuit brought against the estate of the biggest beneficiary of Bernard Madoff's fraud. Oh, Bernie. Oh, Bernie. You're going down for real. 
Um, and then in the fashion platform pumps, of course, um, back again, back, 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 back again. And in celeb gossip, uh, Paris Hilton's life will be on display, on display, on display. And a new Oxygen TV reality series, the cable channel said Thursday that the world, according to Paris, will debut this spring, which I did watch and enjoyed. Yeah. Paris honestly has never I mean I didn't watch Paris in Love so I don't did they show her house in Paris in Love yes because her house in in according to the world according to Paris was not that big yeah it's you don't see all of it I feel like I you see her closet mostly yeah um but you see bits and pieces and then I think her New York apartment bits and pieces oh uh, she was very messy in the world according to Paris yeah she's a bit of a hoarder and collects like really weird shit like toys. Oh, well, wait, was that, that was her house though in the cooking show, right? I did not watch that. And actually that might not have been her house. It very well could have been a set. They didn't show the whole thing either. Cause she definitely wasn't cooking. It was a very strange show and don't watch that show sober folks. Some shows are meant to be watched drunk and that's one of them. And that's everything we cover guys. And, and honestly for us, that's all shows. So, <laughs> <laughs> never watch television sober. Don't go through life sober. It's just boring. Uh, so let's get down to business and defeat the Camille. So we sit down to lunch at Ky with Kyle and Lisa and they're at Villa Blanca. Cause she never eats it, sir. She mm -hmm. never wants to eat it, sir. Mm -mm. Um, that's where you take your mistress. Yeah, that's true. And she's a wife. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so Lisa, this is basically Lisa sitting down to say, I'm your friend, bitch, not Taylor. Exactly. <laughs> she's letting Kyle know that she needs to step off and pay more attention to her. Yeah. Pretty much. And she does. Cause you know, Taylor comes on very strong mm -hmm. and is very needy. And Kyle still isn't putting it together that Kyle or that she's the reason that, Camille and her had the blow up in New York. So Lisa literally has to spell it out for her. And Kyle's still like, ah. Yeah. And Lisa was like, did nobody understand at the table that I accused her 15 times? And nobody, yes. pick, nobody, and no picked up, nobody picked up my hint to go ahead and attack her because I yes. wasn't going to attack her. I was no telling did. you all, not one person talked about the fiasco catalyst right there. She was the one. And I was like, oh, but Taylor, what happened? What happened? Hey, Kim, what about you asking what Taylor, what happened? Anybody, anybody would ask Taylor what it's happened? It's been 30 minutes. What has happened in these 30 minutes? Nobody, nobody. And she finally just spells it out for her. And uh, Kyle still doesn't get it. Doesn't yeah. get it once. And um, doesn't care. And then Taylor calls. So Exactly. <laughs> and just arrives. Um, you know, in Beverly Hills traffic, you can just be at Villa Blanca in two minutes, apparently. Yeah. Um, and Russell dropped her off, which was interesting to me. Also interesting that she's not only wearing her emotions on her sleeve, she's wearing it on her tits. Uh-huh. She's so emotional, baby. Yeah, I, I loved it. I like. I said, like her sweater, she's emotional. Um, and uh, Lisa is... Lisa is like the mom at the table and Kyler, Kyle and Taylor are like giddy teenagers. Kyler. Like, oh, Kyler. Yes. Kyler, yes. they're just holding hands. They're, they, they aren't paying attention to Lisa. They're practically rolling their eyes. They're awful. Oh yeah. my gosh. And even when Lisa's like, I, I'm going to leave. I have a husband waiting. They still want to stay they're together. Like, they're like, um, just pay for the bill. We'll stay. Yeah. Yeah. Just pick another bottle of rosé up on your way out, please. Thanks. 
So Lisa takes out her very small knife and jabs them both and says, she is to being honest. (laughs) (laughs) She cuts them so they slowly bleed out while they do it on her dime. Um, Rosia, Rosia, clean up on Ohio 4. Rosia Taylor has bled everywhere. This is shocking. My emotions are bleeding all over the table. And then Ken's in the bathroom going, bye, Kyle, as Kyle just chokes on her own blood. Bye, Kyle. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. And then we get this cutaway of Camille she's not yet in the kitchen with her friends slash staff but she starts to walk in and this is when we find out that Kelsey's called her and he sent her a note over in history class that that says I don't love you anymore the encircled yes enough enough that's what I said yes and uh he pretty much said like I don't want to be with you but you, you still need to come to the Will you come to the Tony's with me? And then she was like, no, I don't think so. And he was like, well, we'll give it another shot. And I was like, well, that's manipulative. But yep. also, Camille's manipulative. We don't know what that conversation was. We didn't hear it. Maybe she begged to go to the Tony's. She said it was her night. It is her night. She's worked really hard for this. I uh, Very, extremely hard. 13 years through a yeah. heart attack, through rehab, through people putting salmon under her bed. She's been through it all. She's been, th- she deserves this night. The boy got scarlet fever. The girl has to go to dance practice. Mm-hmm. Like things are tough. Um, she has to go all the way to Ice Cream Island to pick up Mason. She's the producer of the knockoff of the nanny. Yeah. Called the, uh, the, uh, the au pair. um where it's really just alex and simon in their house with their children yes uh, pretending they have a nanny um and you know what's interesting to me is i need more production details and i would like those forwarded to me our email is housewifeyourairtakes at gmail.com please Um, also send all of the judice girls footage uh, every, every, everything you have of all of those little judices. Thank the, you. The judices. I, I, a judice plus a judice is like matrix math. Matrices equals 14 judices. Yes. Um, so I, you can kind of see that definitely this point in time, they are recording. I don't know whether it's week by week or month by month, but they're recording those confessionals before things happen. Like, I just don't think that Camille's that good of an actor that in her commercials before she could have kept a straight face when she was talking about Kelsey. And you know what I mean? Like, it just is weird to me. I feel like what they're doing is just having them wear the same outfit every time they come in. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think about it in like Tony's time, she literally, from the beginning of the season, Kelsey's leaving to go start. So he's probably going early for rehearsals. And then now it's all the way to the Tonys. So she's recording that all early in the season. And now in real time, they have to go back and kind of. Right. And now I think that they record most of the confessional work afterwards. Yeah. I think it's like all after pretty much. And I don't like that. I actually like, because I do think that there's a strategy to it afterwards to how you portray somebody when you're reacting to them. And I don't, I I don't think that, and I think honestly, you get a lot of honesty in confessionals. You definitely get a lot of bit work, but you get a lot of honesty that is more transparent when it was done in real time. And you can see people's reactions better. Yeah. Especially with Lisa and Cedric. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and I feel like, 
No, maybe not. I, I, I just feel like you would be more button lipped and you just wouldn't be as honest. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I do think that there is definitely probably a lot better confessional work done when it's done in real time. So, well, I mean, Camille's confessional. And you can't have people write them for you all the time. Yeah. It's just so good. Like, to see her so arrogant at the beginning and oh, yeah. genuinely, you know, like she's bouncing around thinking she's the queen of TV and that she is the force behind Kelsey Grammer. And then to see her now so defeated. We love to see it. We love to see the rise and fall. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was a humbling she deserved. I mean, yes. I mean, that's her new TV show, Humbling I Deserved. Humble Pie. With Camille Grammer. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it was something that she probably had coming. She seems like she didn't treat people the best. Um, I hate to say that, but like, you know, karma's a bitch. And so, however, it is sad to watch. I, yes. I She's definitely devastated. Camille is definitely one of those people to me that I don't know if she really thought it would last forever, though. She just thought that she would get him before he got her. Exactly. You know, and that's kind of fun to see. You know what I mean? The bitch got got. So she did get got. But it is sad to watch. You know, people that are triggered by divorce and abandonment. It is. Please beware. <laughs> please beware. Um, Wear your emotions on your tits. Right. Everyone. It's going to be a hard episode. Yeah. This is no ice cream. Ice cream island. It's more of a broccoli island. Mm-hmm. Um. So. And so. And also she's trying to keep this from her friends. Do you think that her friends really didn't know? Yes. Okay. I thought I thought some of them didn't and some of them might have. Yeah, I, I Didi knew. Didi knew. Didi um, absolutely knew. She answered the phone. Yeah. Actually, Camille never talked to Kelsey. <laughs> he talked Didi. to Didi. He <laughs> broke up with Didi. Yeah. He was um, like, Didi, just tell Camille. And she's like, he okay. said, Didi, we're Didi. done. Didi, we're done. We're never meeting in the laboratory. The laboratory is closed. I changed the code to the laboratory, Didi. You'll never come back. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. You're right. You're right. You're right. And Camille's looking thin. She looked exactly the same to me. Oh, have you noticed? I'm not proud of it. <laughs> Look at her. Shy little Camille. God, She's so shy. Camille. Oh, my God. Her. Especially when she's skinny. She's so <sighs> skinny and she's so shy. Oh, mm-hmm. God. You can't even see her because she's just, you know, a shrinking, a shrinking violet over there. Where are Camille? you? You're violet. You're turning violet. Violet. She's just. She is. She's lost in all the salmon. <laughs> oh, she's under her bed with Dee Dee and the salmon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's Dee Dee? Where is she? Um, and then we cut to Kyle at fourteen carats, a jewelry store, where she's looking for a pr- little prezi for Farah because it's her graduation. With the most annoying sales associate of all time. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's Kyle's. Private jeweler. Yes. Terrible. Terrible. Also, like, Kyle shops at the weirdest places. Kyle is so weird. Like, I, Kyle, we'll get to it later, but, you know, I think that we're really hard on Kyle's outfits now, but we should be thankful that they've changed because they used to be real bad. Like, for the people that are coming for Giselle, we should have came for Kyle day one. Yeah. She had money. Yeah, that uh, wonky, honky, tonky bozo outfit that she's wearing in the confessional with, like, the red and then, like, 
it's literally like the border that you have on preschool. Um, John Wayne Gacy board. up here. <laughs> like, what are you doing? How many boys are hidden in your crawl space? <laughs> That's where Camilla's. Uh, there she is. She's she's in Kyle's John Wayne Gacy crawl space. Oh God. And and you know, seeing John Wayne Gacy's a face made me say, I think he's more John Wayne Stracy. He's not gay at all. Um, and then it's, was he named after actual John Wayne? Probably. Probably. Wow. Um, and it's just really hard for Kyle to get a gift for somebody else without buying something without for buying herself. Without buying for herself, yeah. Yeah, she really makes a lot of things about herself. It's, Everything. It's really all about Kyle. Just yeah. Kyle. Um, one of Kyle's biggest regrets is, okay, one of Kyle's biggest regrets is that she didn't go to college. And the one Kyle's biggest accomplishments is that Farrah did. Yep. I was like, she stole that right from Farrah. Yep. She's like, I'm happy for Farrah, but mostly for me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was a like, big accomplishment. Poor Kim. Poor Kim. It is a big accomplishment. Absolutely. But Kyle gets it from her mom because we go to Kim on her Radio Disney uh, interview and she says that Big Kathy went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and had a family young and so she couldn't fulfill her dream so she made her children live it. Yeah and Kim says this with this like disillusioned still needs to go to therapy. Smile. They all do. Still everything about Big They Kathy. all need to go to therapy. They say <laughs> it in a way that, se that they're like she did this for us. No she was literally living through you. You were six months old. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's kind of sad. And they really, you know, honestly, maybe they don't. I do think that sometimes maybe living, because I don't, I think that that, because of whatever relationship they ever had with their dads, who knows? I think that sometimes crushing that illusion can really break people, especially oh, somebody fragile sure. like our sweet little chicken and turtle Kim. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to have some hope. Yeah, and Big Kathy, I think, is very scary. So you do have to look at her through rosé-colored glasses. Yes. Uh, Big Kathy, i.e. her sister, the Trunchbull, Big Kathy is scary to me. I mean, mm -hmm. she's related to Tiny Manzo, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so this was Radio Disney, right? That's what they yes. said. Were you surprised when the when they uh, said she was a sex, sex symbol? <laughs> I was a surprised that four year old going to Witch Mountain was a sex symbol, and b surprised that that was one of the questions for Radio. I was like, first, so nobody listens to Radio Disney, like mm -hmm. nobody's listening to this man who is clearly hitting on Kim. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was the man from the supermarket. He was like, "So you're sexy, <laughs> and you got eight kids, huh? <laughs> uh, you can have all my chicken. Uh, yeah." <laughs> You want eight more? I'm ready to give them to you. Um, and then uh, Kim worked with Betty Davis, which was shocking to me. Oh, I she's had an incredible career. She truly has. She must have. Well, because so was she a part of Disney when it was like Studio yes. Disney when you did the studio films? Yes, and she did. Got it every movie you know right yeah i mean people don't realize those old hollywood stars when you were part of i just don't think that people have an appreciation for how many movies they were cranking out because there yes. weren't tv shows like there were now so like people went to the movies yeah and they Let's were they cranked out a ton of movies. movies yes and so that was shocking to me and i think you know kim was a star and a sex symbol yep go girl um, and then she said did people name their children after her? And I said, 
did you did. people or yeah you did she's like like me or did people just name their children kim and she assumed they were named after that i also <laughs> love that every time that she would refer to her kids she would say chad whitney brooke oh, she, <laughs> she named them all in in, in, in age order I'm yeah, like, we're she, gonna be here all day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like i'm not just whitney brooke chad whitney's mom kimberly's mom i'm just you know every time yeah, every time. Every time. I and gave I, up my career to raise Whitney, Brooke, Kimberly, and Chad. And Chad. Oh, Chad. Um, Chad. Chad. Uh, I I would like to see Kim back. And I actually think Kim would be great in like a Disney show or a Nickelodeon show. <gasps> as like the mom in a sitcom. Love. I think she would be an excellent like quirky mom or weird neighbor. Maybe a crazy babysitter. You know Ooh. what I mean? Like, give her something cool. Like, give her a Call side. us, Disney. Call us. We'll produce it. We're going to call it Friends. <laughs> it's going to be similar to Friends, but not really. And it's going to be similar. But all, they're, and they're all nannies. It, it, they're all nannies. And Kim's going to be the Phoebe character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kimberly knows all the chords. Um, and then Paul and Adrian. This is just classic Paul and Adrian. Having shopping. a blast at uh, Jamie Lynn. I, not Jamie Lynn Spears, not Zoe 101, but Jamie Lynn. Um, it, it, basically, they just, uh, when I think about this season, when I, when I reflect back, when will my show, um, how much Adrian hates Paul. The whole storyline of Adrian Paul, we haven't really even seen that much of them, except no. if they're fighting and they're always together. Yep. It's all just Adrian. There's hours and hours of footage of Adrian and Paul fighting. Yeah, big great. The, the rest must just be boring. And so she was like, do you like this? And he was like, no. And she's like, oh, you don't know. You don't know. You don't have the eye. <laughs> when, you don't have the eye. When's he going to learn to just say yes? Right? She's going to buy it. out of there. And he's like, you have too many clothes. This is too much. This is too much. She pays for it. Who cares? Just <laughs> let her buy it and get out of there. Also, like, do you think she asked Paul? Because when he says no, she buys it. Like she's like, oh, perfect. If you don't like this, it's good. It's good. She's like, great at it. You have pop. terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> I and I shop like Adrian, aggressive and focused. I'm a quick yes. shopper. I know what I like. I see it. I get it. And I buy a lot when I go. Yep, me too. And I buy it in every color. If I like something, I've got it in every color. Same. Same, same, same. Why not? And mm -hmm. I thought she was a great shopper. I was like, Paul, quit complaining. She seemed, she was going through those racks fast. She knew what she wanted. She laid it out. And also, like, she has the luxury that she can just buy everything she likes. So why, exactly. would, you, why would you filter? Who cares? Adrian, no filters. That's what we need. Um, and then we go to Lisa, Ken, and old little Seti. They're going to Santa Barbara to tour <laughs> the winery for the Pinot Noir they commissioned. Pinot Noir. Roseanne Barr, find out who your real friends are. Uh, you don't have to be popular. Love that. <laughs> um, Get in your midsize car <laughs> to go to your commission Pinot Noir. And that's what they do. Mm -hmm. And that's what they do. Um, and basically, this is Ken hinting more aggressively that Cedric needs to leave. And then Cedric using his emotional ploys to keep Lisa enraptured. Emotional and physical. He literally gives her a piggyback ride. Because she's wearing Louboutins and runs her away from everyone else and says, is Ken really serious? I feel really empty without you. I don't know what I'll do. What? You know, what's interesting to me about this is I know that they like made Max work for his money too, but I feel like 
Cedric could have came to Lisa and been like, I want to move out. I just have to have the salary to move out in the schedule. And they would have given him enough money to move out. But I guess he probably the down payment of his apartment or wherever he needs. Yeah, I guess he didn't want to live in a Vanderpump Rules, no air conditioning apartment in the valley. (laughs) He wanted to live in that beautiful big house. And I get that. Yeah. I understand that. Milk it for what it's worth. And he sure did. Um, and then we go to Kyle and Farrah with the trainer because Kyle's trying to work off that baby weight and Farrah's just trying to skip her graduation rehearsal. Yeah. Um, I don't know why she wanted to. I mean, I, I always thought, I mean, I, I mean, you would want to know what you're doing, right? Yeah. and That would give me anxiety. School, I obviously went because I had to sit on the stage for very high right. honors. So you want to know where you I are. Think you but had in, to college, go. in college, I think I had to go. I didn't go to my college graduation. I didn't go to my undergrad, but I did go to my master's one. But I don't think we had a rehearsal. Yeah. I, I Well, I'm sure it's not as pompous and circumstance. Yeah, it, it's grad school. So it's right. not a huge, you know. Right. Interesting. And then Kim calls to, she gives Kyle the 411 that um, Kathy is not going to make it to... Yeah to the graduation which is sad and um because she's going to Cannes, she's going to europe but i will say this graduation is in the middle of the week and if you got a vacation to Cannes, you got a vacation to Cannes. and i will also say that the whole family was going so it might have been you know it is just i don't want to not make a big deal out of it but it might have been hard for them to get their family schedules coordinated well, okay. I understand those things, but graduation schedule is literally at the beginning of the semester. You know the entire academic calendar. And why would she just be finding out what a day before cuz Farah's freshly spray tanned for the graduation. No, that no, I'm saying I don't know if Kyle and Farah told Kathy in time. Oh, well. I don't think I think that Farah knew. I just don't know that Kathy was told in time. Kim, for... could you please call us and let us know the inside of this? Right. And we'll find out later, but I'd rather get a big check from them come anyway. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, um, Same. Yeah. So, and then I, it was sad to see Kyle sad. And, you know, that is, it is sad. And Kim, Kim, and you know what makes me sad and so fucking furious? This inflames me. This burns my biscuits. This literally makes me so mad. Kim is so sincere and so sweet. And she's like, I'll hold your hand. And then all I thought about were those moments of Kim in that room and Vegas calling Kyle and her not answering. And in the limo. Yeah. And just like leaving, leaving her alone. And all Kim wants to do is comfort her. And I wish that Kyle would have the grace that Kim gives her. Kyle, it's all about Kyle. It's all about Kyle. Yeah. And honestly, I even felt I even felt that this this rejection from Kathy was about Kyle. I didn't really feel that she was sad for Farah. I think she was sad because it was her day. Yeah. And I will say, and I'm not trying to take anything from moms and parents. I do think getting your kid to college and supporting them and helping them find a way, especially when you're a very supportive parent, it is your day too. Right. It absolutely is your day. You have to put that work in. You put that money. You put that time. You put that support in. It is absolutely your day because a lot of kids don't make it there because they don't have the support of their parents. But every day is Kyle's day. But every day is Kyle. When when you see Kyle in her true in her natural habitat, you you know that this really is just Kyle's day. Another yeah. day in Kyle's life. Yes. 
Um, and then uh, the Swedish trainer was very supportive too. I like oh. I, he was like, "It's life. Focus on what you have, not what you don't have." I know. I was like, I was like "Look at this Deepak Chopra over there giving it to me." Like, what a bargain! Physical training and emotional therapy. I wanted to take this scene and I wanted to cut um, the uh, um, the girl Maya Rudolph and Kristen uh, Wig Wig from bridesmaids. bridesmaids working out behind them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, I just wanted to show them stealing exercise, mm-hmm. and because I loved it, and somebody should do that if you have the time. Um, hey, Michaela. Hey, Michaela. We would <laughs> like some video editing. Thank you. Um, and then Cedric and Lisa, they're having tea. And Cedric brings the tea, not Rocia, which was a nice change. No, it was just be- him being manipulative to come and say that he need- he's in a funk and hates himself because his mother said he was a product of rape, which is very dark. I I will say, yeah, I mean, so, she. I, I understood when he said, you know, you know, there's no way he's lying about that story, right? That's not what they were alluding to. There's no way. I mean, I hope not. I, that's... If, if he is, he's like, that's like, I really, I was watching his face the whole time. I really don't think that he's lying about that story. I do think that this is the kind of thing that can make you a sociopath. Um, and and he, he said, uh, would you want to look into the face of someone who looked like someone who raped you when you were 20? And, and, you know, that's, it's hard. It's hard. And, and somebody that, that takes a lot of work that Cedric probably hasn't done and probably is exactly why he did whatever he did to Lisa, you know, people like that, unless you can get the work and go through it. And even when you can, when they say he's in a funk, when you're triggered by something, you go back to old behaviors and you become a manipulative, narcissistic person. Cedric is also beautiful. I, I This episode I was looking at, he looks like a Disney prince. Yes. And if you're watching Summer House, he almost looks like the French version of Andrea from Summer House. He's the Italian version. This is his French brother. Then his brother, beautiful. But it's, it's such a sad story. It makes me sad for Lisa too. Um, I wish they could make up, to be honest. I well, think- I just all the details i don't know i want all the details too and then i'll decide if they deserve to make up exactly because i want to know exactly what they are saying he's lying about because if he's lying about this that's bad hey cedric i'm gonna lose 40 pounds those third strap pictures then i'm gonna hit you up on a dms honestly this is gonna be in one year i'm gonna have an interview with cedric the long game. I'm going to use my body yaddy yaddy to get there. That's what we're going to do because I need to know too. Honestly, it's one of those hidden gems where we just didn't get any details. And and that's how, you know, it was personal, but yes, it's just sad to me. You know, when you spend 15 years, I want people like that to fix it. I, because you only well, get maybe. so many, you maybe, 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 maybe if they deserve to fix it, but I'm just thinking that like, you only get so many people. And honestly, I want Kyle and I wanted Kyle and, 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 um, Lisa, Lisa to fix it too. Yeah. I, get, I think they should fix it. Yeah. You only get so many people in life that you genuinely feel about that way. Yes. And that you truly and have that enjoy connection. time with. Yes. Yeah. And so like, unless it's the worst thing in the world, you really should take the time to fix it. And that comes from our Swedish trainer. Thanks Olaf. Uh, and, and then we go to graduation morning. Um, it's graduation day. It's it's Kyle's day. Welcome to yes. Kyle's day. But we also get to see Farah's dad. 
Great. We we do. And before that, Kyle tries to wear that fucking French maid outfit again. Again, I know, I noticed. I was like, you will not do this to me. She today. said, Portia, should I wear ugly French maid again or should I wear green ugly? And I was like, green ugly, please. And yes. green, green ugly looked pretty good on her, actually. And the green ugly matched Portia's dress, too. Yes, yes. Um, I was like, is so cute. Like, Portia her in the bathtub, so I cute. Oh. I, also, like, Portia never has had facial expressions. Portia is always not impressed. Yeah. She's always like, um, they're both hideous, bitch. She saw well, her face. She was like, because Kyle is so dramatic, everything's at a 10. So I think she's just immune to it. Well, yeah, until she saw like Sophia and then she just broke down in yeah. tears. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mom is insane. And then she yeah. starts crying hyperventilating Portia is actually probably a lot like kyle when she gets older but we'll see we'll see yeah we'll see stay tuned but farah does look exactly like her father um yes i loved that too i loved seeing him i didn't remember that it was they i I mean kyle came up and gave him a good big old kiss it was nice to see it was nice to see a well-adjusted like mixed family where people is like that with her exes too it's so nice yeah so nice beautiful not not relatable, not familiar. <laughs> um, and then uh, I love Estella. I love Mauricio's mom. Oh, uh, doctor. Get Dr. Estella a show. Please. Get her a show of, and like let's see her do therapy. Yes. Didn't Bravo have that show about the therapist, Dr. V? And yes. Dr. V came to New Jersey. I, I would like to revisit that Bravo. I would yes. like to revisit with Dr. That. Estella 100%. because I find therapists to be absolutely Insane. captivating because they are the craziest people of all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, then we cut away, and then Camille takes the the girl, also known as Mason, to Video Star Dance Studio for practice, where they got a one way ticket to Ice Cream Island. And that woman is a perky torturer. Smile, <laughs> even though it hurts. You can do it. And Camille is sitting there smiling, taking we, all of the feedback for herself. Do we think that Camille has ever actually taken the girl to the dance practice before and the nannies don't always take this her? This is her first time in Ice Cream Island, I believe. I, I, I too believe that. And I was shocked she sat on the floor. I mean, her being dumb has really humbled her. Yeah. It's really brought her down to earth. Literally. She was like, oh, wait, I have She's sitting on the ground. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Literally. She's on the ground. She couldn't bring Jude there. Jude couldn't be a part of Ice Cream Island, though. No. He's still, he, he went back to the 1940s in his time machine in the yeah. hot tub. He's good. Um, and then we cut back and we're at the graduation lunch. And Mauricio is so fucking sweet with Farah. It's just so sweet. He kisses her and he's just so, he loves her so much. Mauricio and Kyle both shine as parents for me. Always. From season one to now. I have to. You see their heart. I know. I think that Mauricio, and you know, I'll rewatch and maybe I'll eat my words. not, Not for Mauricio, but I think Mauricio is one of the most loving men, especially as a father, that we will ever see on TV. I don't think that we see that kind of example that often where he seems the way he looks at his children is just full of love and, and, and emotion. It's, and he's very affectionate. It's very honest. You know? Yeah. And you don't see that from men all the time. Yes. 
It's and I, and maybe that's because he grew up, he was living in a household of women. But he's very, I mean, I, I feel like he's just very honest with his thoughts and emotions. Yeah. And, and that, I think, makes Mauricio sexier than anything. Absolutely. Thanks, Dr. Estella. Yeah, you're welcome. And well, and Estella's too busy because Paul Adrian grabbed her and said, sit down. We need some advice. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> you over here. <laughs> she corners her and she goes, We hate each other. I we hate each other. So what's the problem? How do we fix this? And she and you see Estella's eyes get big. She's like, So you've hated each other for forever. Yes. <laughs> she's like, you know, she's like, well, this probably won't work yeah <laughs> she's like it's she's important like, to be a team exactly be a team and to change things up if you do things one way and you get this reaction change it and they're right. like uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. paul and adrian are like team 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 what does this mean never heard of it haven't ever been on one what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> no yeah. i don't know her yeah uh she's like you gotta be on the same page we're not even in the same book what are you talking about um they're they not were, even in the same library yeah they were definitely checking out the cd of uh opposites attract by paula abdul that's mm-hmm. what they thought was gonna work yeah um and then kathy calls and I just loved hearing her voice. Well, Rick called, actually. And then Kathy talked. And I just loved hearing her voice. And they brought in a really weird flower. A tree. Present. Was it? It was, it was a, basically a tree. A tree. A very thin tree with very little blooming on top. Yes. Um, and then a large check. And how much do we think? 10000 That's what I thought, too. Yeah. 10. I couldn't. I, I, I thought maybe ten or 20 Maybe tops, but definitely not 50 at 100. No, I thought 10 for sure because Kyle's gift that she gets, um, Farah, is that platinum and diamond ring that's 12,000. And so I'm like, there's no way that they would give her more than Kyle's gift, if that right. makes sense. And I think that probably in their rich life, that you probably give people about $1,000. For graduation right. and she said that she got extra zeros because of their absence so I was like she got 10 grand right that made sense yeah well that's what I thought too because I well I thought maybe 20 because I thought a thousand and I she Kyle said zeros and I was like well they're not gonna give her a hundred thousand yeah um and actually they probably they might have given her nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine because here's a little trick that you people may not know. This is coming because if you get under ten thousand dollars in the state of California as a gift, you don't have to pay taxes on it. Well, they gave her nine thousand nine hundred. So if you ever want to give somebody a gift, make sure it's nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. And I also don't think that that has to be reported to the bank either. I think it's anything over ten thousand dollars. That would be taxes. Mm. So just so you know, if you want to ever launder money, that's how you do it, folks. Um, don't even need to watch those. The more you know. Um, and that was nice. I mean, I would much rather have nine thousand extra dollars than me too. Because also, like those days are so overwhelming. Exactly. You, That's what I was gonna say. There's as, so many people at that lunch. Yeah, you as the as the graduate aren't really gonna remember that many moments. You definitely will remember ten thousand dollars though. Yep. And I have to say, for the amount that that ring cost, I felt like we could have got a better. I would like to see it in real life. Because I feel like maybe it's just because they make such better jewelry nowadays. I just felt like, you know, that it seemed like a lot of little pave diamonds and a lot of them. But I would have rather just, you know, have Have one big stone, one honking necklace. Yeah. Or like two big earrings. But, you know, Kyle loves a statement ring, though. 
And everything. And it's about Kyle. Beverly Hills is very marked up. That's so, true. That's true. If you got it at Jennifer Aiden's brother's shop, maybe they you get it for four. Right, four hundred. Right. Yes, absolutely. Four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 499 499 <laughs> absolutely um and <laughs> um then paul interrupts Estella's in Stella's session with them and yes, suggests and a face telling them to change and he's yes. like you know what we should change your face let's lift it and it just got me excited for season two after they say we don't say it but now we said it and taylor walks out and and paul's giving her a consult through the gate through the gate yes <laughs> he's just always working always working and you know what i have to say about paul is I do believe that he just wants to give you the work that makes you look better, not give you too much work. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, you may be right. I, I Also, I maybe he just gets distorted because he always sees people with a lot of work. Yeah, yeah I think definitely that. Um, and then Adrian's disgusted with him per usual. And Estella almost rolls her eyes and all I could see in her eyes was she's thinking two words billable hours <laughs> she's amen like, she's like i'm asking kyle for your address and i am billing you for this I am moment. This. <laughs> she's like you are take you are literally monopolizing my time and this is my step-granddaughter's graduation party and now and, you're insulting me and i haven't gotten to eat yet yes <laughs> but she does a couple years down the line get that face left so and not from paul not not from paul no no, no, no. She's like, these psychopaths. I'm not letting you touch my skin. Um, and then Kyle stands to give a speech and cries. And Kim gives a weird speech. She's like, excuse me, excuse me, everyone. Congratulations. That's all. <laughs> like, it was such a short speech. I think that was Kim's way of being there for Kyle. You know, yeah. I think that was more about, uh, it's Kyle's day, you know. Right. No, no, it was just weird to like clink the glasses and do it. Um I also loved watching Kim, Kim like hold Sophia. I just love their close family. You could tell that the kids were very close to their aunt Kim. And so it's just, it is sweet to watch families be close. I, you know, I, I haven't been around other families, I guess, in a long time other than my own. And so like, yeah. it's, it's not, as adults, when you make adult friends, you don't really spend time in, when you're kids, you spend time around people's families a lot. So you see how different other different family interactions happen. But as yeah. an adult, you don't really take part in that as much. You know, seeing like your people with their aunts and uncles or like their mom, you know, you just don't see right. it as much. And so it's, it was nice to see. I love affection. I do too. I love to see it play out. And yeah. it was nice. Kyle stands and cries and she says that Farah is a blessing and a perfect child. And I thought, me too. I was too. Wow. I the speech too. could have been for me. Yeah, it, it's about us. Yeah. I was like a very nice speech. Like Kyle, this is about me. Yeah. I was like, and this is dedicated to moi. Um, and this is one of the best days of my life. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I also graduated college. I will be taking half that 10,000 care fair. Thank I'll you. send you my Venmo later. And I, I'll expect interest now. Oh, definitely. Up to 9999 so I don't get taxed on it. Yes. Um, and then you can send it, it in multiple checks if necessary. <laughs> I, I do accept payment plans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then Adrian brings her accomplices and sidekicks to Paul's office <laughs> so that they can Straight injure him the more. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a kick. 
in the balls. They're like, you need plastic surgery because these kids are beating your ass. Twice. Now I'm going to bring them to your work. Adrian was like, daddy quit spending time here. When are we going to hurt him? We got to take, she's like, it's career day, kids. We're going to work. She's like, you seem to be hiding out, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, we gotcha. <laughs> she was like, the kids want to wrestle again. Um, and then she was like, she was like, take your face off that screen. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Um, and then she was like, and most people would want their kids to be a doctor, not me. The, the, the people that I hate the most are doctors. <laughs> I, I want them to be businessmen like me. She was like, I despise doctors. Yeah, I hate doctors. <laughs> I Especially plastic surgeons. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> Her hatred is palpable and I love it. It's the appetizer, the entree, and the dessert for me. It Honestly, really is. It's, it's a banana relief. split. It's your banana split. This season was perfectly seasoned. Literally seasoned and seasoned. Um, because you don't get a lot of Lisa's comic relief, which you get later in Beverly Hills. You get all Adrian and Paul, and it really is the laugh that you need. Um, truly. Truly, truly. Um, and then Camille's in New York for her night, the Tony Awards, but she's not allowed in her apartment that she paid no. thousands of dollars to decorate. To redo, to renovate. Because Anne is there, I'm guessing. That's, that's gross. I mean, yeah. I have to say that we have, oddly enough, become sort of on Kelsey's <laughs> side during during this season but i have to say this whole aspect of it kind of sickened me and then thought maybe they just deserve each other you know yeah. what I mean? like, maybe they're both just bad people how do that's what i said i think they're both just monsters i mean um, a monster usually marries monster you've got to have you know because how do you justify that she needs to be in a hotel suite you know she has all these people coming with her you know she has cameras with her how is she supposed to explain that you can't have your girlfriend leave for one night. I think she knew. I think she knew. I think he told her in the phone call. Told Dee Dee. I think that he told Dee Dee that he had, he was seeing somebody else and he was leaving her. I think the narrative that she wrote was, I think that Camille is one of those people that doesn't get beat. She beats people. Right. And I think that she thought she could win him back or manipulate him or blackmail him into taking her back. Because they hadn't went through all the divorce proceedings yet. This they show through anything yet. This show hadn't come out. So she didn't know. You know what I mean? Like right. so I think that she was keeping I I don't think that there is any way that he, if he had said you're not allowed in this apartment, there is no way that Camille Donatachi Grammar did not go with her spare key and break into that apartment. <laughs> Handsome Nick broke in with the wig. Yeah. That's what the wig was. That's for. what the wig work was. You know what I mean? Like, there's no explaining that. There's no, like, there's no way unless she's, and, and Camille's not a dumb person. She sent Dee Dee over there. Somebody went over there. Right. I just don't believe it. You know how many people probably have keys to the house? Five nannies have keys to the house. Like, everybody's allowed there. Yeah, I did true. hear a story, though like years later that Camille had went or in and, and I don't, and was ID'd. Right. Well they thought she was Anne. Right. They they, said they, they said, said they said they said you're not the madam of this residence. Yeah, you're not something. Mrs. Grammar. Does she say that at the reunion? Maybe she does. I think so. Yeah. And she yeah. had to show her driver's license. And I bet it was that day. 
Yeah. Oh, God. I bet she's just not telling us that. Because when you do see her, I will say, because I do think that Camille is a dancer, but I think Camille's a better actress than a dancer. I, I think that, like, when you see her in the hotel room and she is truly sad, um, that's a true feeling. And that's something that went wrong that day. I yeah. think Camille's really good at washing away the moment in acting. And I think she was sitting in what just happened. Right. Because I think she acts for the camera. And I don't think that she had the power, energy, uh, to, or expectation to know what was going to happen. And she couldn't act when she was getting her makeup done. No. And Dee Dee wasn't allowed to touch her face this time. So <laughs> get away, Dee Dee. Get away. She's and like, this is all your fault, Dee Dee. She has the entirely difficult decision about which dress to wear, the black or the red. And Kelsey pops in out of nowhere and says to wear the black because the red will be a pain in the rain. A pain in the rain. It's a a have... memoir by Camille Graham. It, it, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, it's her next number. She's going to do tap to Dancing in Rain. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Welcome to Ice Cream Island. Oh, that was good. Um, and then she, and luckily we'll see that black dress again because that's the dress she wears in her little promo. Which mm-hmm. is a beautiful structured dress. Gorgeous. And I actually Gorgeous. think what she should have done is had that dress made longer. Because that dress would be, be gorgeous long, too. But Oh, and you know what? Now that you said that, it would be good at every length. Yes. Like even tea like, length. like a, exactly. Like a yes, it would gorgeous, be really good right? tea length. Honestly, and it's hard to make a tea length dress. Oh, that would be nearly a... impossible. <laughs> this this podcast just elevated wow. itself in gay level. Wow. I was like, tea length. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about high tea, finger sandwiches, Ooh. the whole Rocia is bringing thing. us the dress. Exactly what I was thinking. Yes. We need a midi in here. We, we need, need a midi. Bring it in here. Maybe you put a matching bolero with it if it's cold out. Who knows? Oh. Um, and and then Kelsey's there. And then this is what really made my stomach turn. He's just so cold. Like it's ruthless. It, and I cried. I mean, I, I cried. The, I, I and then I'm thinking, you know, maybe I need a docu series about their marriage. Like. Because I also thought she had been so cold previously. And he was like, you just tolerate somebody. And I'm like, these are, I mean, these people are serial level cold. And I need every person that worked for the staff. Where's Hanson Nick? She loves her staff. We need you. We need them. We need them. (laughs) Because can you imagine being in that room? That's what made me so emotional. It's not only seeing her so raw and seeing the forceness, all of it, right. but just imagine the energy of that room just like overwhelmed me. I, I agree. She's so emotional. We're, we're just so emotional. This whole episode, Taylor's emotional. Camille's emotional. The, and perfectly edited because we start with emotions. We end with emotions yes. and we start with the, toast to honesty and end with the toast to 13 years of marriage oh and camille's little smile i don't know and this is allegedly folks camille either drank a lot took a pill or did both because when she comes downstairs she has turned it on that's why i'm saying something just happened because she usually is able to turn it on and by the time she puts that dress on and she comes downstairs it's on baby well i think i think it's because kelsey showed up i think that's what broke the trance Maybe, maybe. It's because she did not expect to see him. Because they didn't even expect to see him in the room. Like, uh-huh. their reaction was like... She doesn't want him to see her like that. And just shocked that he was even there. And right. so I think 
she was like, okay, now I either, I don't want you to- You know what though? I am, and now, and you know, rewind back, take them back, remind me back because I, you know, I was on Kelsey's side earlier uh, two episodes ago, but I'm disgusted with him. Why take her? That's what I'm saying. That's cruel. It and is then to so sit there and mean. cheers her and have her in a hotel suite when you know she has a well, home there. Well, she fucks tennis Nick that night, I feel like. I Ugh. just felt like when she comes over. And I hope so. Her and, and, and So do you think that she's on a private plane? Probably. And so that's why everybody's there. Like, is he flying all these people individually or are they all on private planes? I think they're probably on one I, private plane. Okay. Yeah, on one private plane. And I think she has a lot of control of the money. Yes. Not that she has free reign or like like Lisa Vanderpump, I think, is like an equal partner in her marriage. I'm right. not saying Camille is that, but Camille or Kelsey don't arrange anything for themselves. Well, Kelsey was worth like a half a billion or a billion dollars. Right. So even if somebody only gave you free reign of fifty million. Which is right. which was such a small portion of his fortune, you know, like this, like you know, when something comes out of your bank account, you're like, well, I would have never had any idea about right. that. It, it's a subscription package. It's when you're Netflix. when you're that rich, a hundred thousand dollars, you don't recognize. And like I said, neither one of them are arranging right. their own lives. So if she Camille just calls says, the accountant, or I whoever, need a yeah. plane. Yeah, right. yeah, I agree. I just wonder because when Camille walks down and she is fully transformed into Camille's ready to party. Nick is there and she kisses them both cheeks. And she's like one more. On the lips. And then she makes that face. So good. I was like, ooh, ooh. Like they're both villains. I mean, they really are. Like they are like like medieval, like evil queen and king. Mm -hmm. Like, cause she did that. And I was like, there's something um, so Machiavellian. That's exactly uh, what I was going to say. So Machiavellian about how she said, so good. Yeah. And then she did the, to 13 years. She was like, I'm going to show him. Exactly. It That's was, what I think. I don't think it was, the act was for Kelsey. It was like, I will not be had. Yeah, she won't. And she got her, she got what she got and she'll get more. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Well, uh, well, I think we should start there because that was my, that whole bedroom interaction was my center. That Kelsey walking in and then like the way he treated her, just Kelsey grammar, because I felt like I gave him a lot in this season. And those who give it will take it away. <laughs> so exactly. That was mine as well. The pain in the rain. The so pain, hard to watch. So. Showing. Cheers to 13 years of marriage. Like, wow. 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 Um, And then mine, I mean, I guess this is just an event special because mine was really just seeing how much like Mauricio and Kyle love Farah Um, and and their support and their, because a lot of times we do see Kyle as today's Kyle's day. So it's nice to see her as a parent. It's what gives her that extra dimension to -hmm. make her an actual housewife that has standard time. Sorry. And that did not stand. Time. <laughs> that did not stand. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Th- there it is. Whoopsie <laughs> daisy. Oh. Um, my saint was positivity. The uplifting advice from Dr. Stella, the dance teacher and the trainer. Wow. And then ultimately divorce because some people really aren't happy together. Like Paul and Adrian and 
Kelsey and Camille. Folks, look at this. She brought together a theme. This is excellent work. I mean, I feel like this, I'm taking the English 11 a AP exam. Like that was like, <laughs> what is the theme of this episode? I was like, and give me three examples. And there you did it. There you did it. Um, I would drop another bottle, but it's already underneath me. So here we go. Um, <laughs> Just drop your mic now. Absolutely. Or should I do that? It's done. It's over. <laughs> Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. We got one more episode next week. It has been a long season for our first season. Yes. And then we're going to get into that uh, reunion. And then after that, we're heading to Miami. Let's we can't go. wait to see you. Love y'all. Amen, bitches. Say bless y'all. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.